Hi, welcome to Anton Knows. This is episode 108. And we're going to talk about the movie The Flash. Now, I don't know how many people went to see this movie. When I went to see this movie myself, me and my buddy, the movie theater was half empty, but that's okay. I'd love to know about your thoughts about The Flash. Thank you again for all the downloads. And I would love to know what you thought of this movie and what are your thoughts on the Scarlet Speedster in general. He's one of my favorite characters. He's sort of the uh, little bit of Spidey of the DC Universe. They've made him that way because he's a bit of a Weisenheimer and he's young. Okay, Barry Allen, the uh, the Scarlet Speedster, the fastest man alive. So I'm taking notes from my review, and so I always start with a quote. So uh, the Flash says, I can fix everything. And Batman says to him, you could destroy everything. Okay, uh, so this new movie, just called The Flash, is taken from a uh, very, very dark DC superhero story called... Uh, the Flashpoint. Now, uh, there's also a really good animated uh, movie that's a, a version of this comic book. This is a complete diversion from that story. The only thing that's different is that the Flash goes back in time. So let's talk about the movie first, and then we'll talk about the differences between this and the uh, comic book. Okay? So in this story... And uh, The Flash is played by Zebras Miller. There's a lot of controversy about that actor right now. And that's about it. So he's uh, uh, running around. So I, maybe that's why not that many people are seeing this movie. All right. So in the, this version of the story, The Flash is basically working for the uh, Justice League. And he's he's sort of doing the cleanup work while the while the heroes are trying to stop villains. So he's saving babies, he's saving people from uh, disasters and and so forth. And uh, you have to basically he has to keep up because he has to eat all the time because uh, his uh, metabolism he needs the food all the time. Okay, so he helps out Wonder Woman. And helps out Batman stop a group of uh, bad guys who are stealing uh, a virus. Uh, so you do see Goddard's uh, Wonder Woman for a, bit, a little bit, and you see Ben Affleck's Batman. So he's he's sort of the Flash's confidant and tells him, you know, don't don't do this. He says he says I could fix everything if I could go fa run faster than the speed of light. I could go back in time. Save my mother from being uh, killed, and then I could uh, save your parents, and that way the world would be a better place, right? And uh, Batman says, no, the, the murder of my parents made me who I am. You can't mess around with the timelines, the butterfly effect. And he says, you know, if you don't know what that means, it means if somebody steps on something in the past, it could affect and alter the future. So, therefore... So there you go. So the Flash uh, uh, is talking with his girlfriend, or what, what, what to be uh, a girlfriend, the uh, reporter, and she uh, gives him sort of the inspiration to do this. So he goes back in time, and he realizes that if he doesn't, if he 
he can't save his mother, but he can uh, save his father because the origin of the Flash is an unknown killer killed his mom while his dad was out, and he went to the supermarket to go get uh, a tomatoes so that she could make some sauce. And at this point in the movie, when he's talking to him on the uh, phone, he's in Iron Heights Prison, which is one of the worst prisons in the DC Universe. He tells him, look, he says, you know, there's no hope for me here. He says, just give up, Barry. Live your life and find a, a home and find find a family and stuff like that. You know, forget about me. There's nothing you can do for me now. I've accepted this is where I'm going to be. So Barry doesn't want to give up. You know, he's like, you know, he's still... This, He's the Scarlet Speedster, and he wants to save everybody. So he goes back in time, and he realizes this is what he could alter, just a small fragment of time. He changes, uh, he gets the tomato sauce and puts it in his mother's cart so she never has to send the, uh, the father back to the store. So there you go. You would think, well, that fixes things. But somebody pushes him into the past, and he runs into an alternate version of himself, a younger version of himself, before he got superpowers. So now there's one Flash and just Barry Allen, a younger version of him. So what does he do? So he realizes he's got to duplicate the accident so that the kid, the younger version, can get superpowers and he can become the Flash. But when he does that, his abilities pass to his younger self. I know, confusing. And now he's the Flash, and our Barry is just Barry. So now what does he do? And in this alternate version of the past, there's no Justice League. There's no Cyborg. There's no, uh, there's no Superman. There's no Wonder Woman. And there's no uh, Batman. Well, maybe. Uh, they all say, oh, yeah, there's a Batman, but, you know, nobody knows who he is. So the, both Barrys go to Gotham City, and they find uh, uh, Wayne Manor, but it's all very run down and very, uh, very quiet. And they run into an old man who lives there, and he turns out to be Michael Keaton's Batman. And he says, yeah, I, I used to be Batman. I used to, you know, run around and stop evil, but... He said, the world doesn't need me anymore. Gotham City's become the most safest place in the world. I've defeated all the villains. I, I don't need to worry about it anymore. So the Barrys convince him uh, after they break into the Batcave, you've got to be Batman because uh, you've, a bigger emergency has happened. Remember General Zod from Man of Steel and the same actor who played him uh, arrives, all right? And uh, he he basically is going to terraform uh, the Earth. Michael Scottson, he uh, same actor who played him in the uh, Man of Steel, and he says, uh, "I'm here for uh, the uh, I'm here for Cal. I'm here for Superman." But there's no Superman to be found. So the two Barrys convince Batman to come out of retirement. And with his old vehicles and his old costume. And he says all the big lines. That you, you hear the old Danny Elfman score, which is great. And 
the uh, the Batwing, which is terrific, which is available now at Target and other places to buy toys, and it really looks great. So they find out that there's a uh, an extraterrestrial, an alien, captured by the Russians near somewhere near the South Pole. So they go there and they break into this Russian facility. And they break inside a uh, sealed vault, and they realize that if they get her out into the sun, they'll, they'll heal her. And I did say her, yes, because they don't find Superman, they find Supergirl. Uh, Scarlet, or Sarah Cowell, I'm terrible at names. So she, uh, he, they put her costume on, she, I was sent here to protect my cousin Cal, I... You know, where is he? And he says, well, we don't know. He's my friend, but he, he he doesn't exist. So at first she's like, well, why should I help you humans? You locked me in a cage. Why should I, and deny me my powers? Why should I uh, help you at all? But then when she sees what Zod is doing, she's like, uh, I've got to go and stop this. So all the heroes team up and they defeat it. Uh, but our Barry has to get his powers back. So just like in the comic, he uses an electric chair and gets struck by lightning, which I wouldn't recommend anybody doing, and turns himself back into the Flash. So now you've got two Flashes. It's interesting how the other Barry improvises a suit by taking the old Batman costume and turning it into the Flash's uh, costume. So then they go... Uh, I bet you somebody's going to cosplay as that at Comic-Con. We'll wait and see. So all of a sudden, they all team together. And it's great to see them all team together to go after uh, Zod and all his soldiers. And they do. But every time and every instant that they do this, uh, Supergirl dies and Batman dies. So the two Barrys are realize, let's go back. And they keep going back to try to, you know, get to that point where they don't die. And they just basically realize this world dies. No matter what we do, this world dies. So they, so Barry realizes, our Barry realizes that the only thing he can do is let this go. So he battles this younger version of himself and he becomes sort of this dark flash where there's like pit, bits and pieces of uh, things sticking out of him and pieces of metal and all kinds of... Uh, he looks all beat up and wounded and destroyed and he his face looks like a zombie and stuff like this. His skin is all turned pale and white and gray and so they both battle it out. So... Barry remembers the words of his mom. Sometimes there is no solution. Sometimes you just have to let things go. So he goes back in time, a very tender moment, removes the um, a tomato sauce from the cart and puts it in a uh, on a higher shelf. So when... Uh, his father comes and picks it up. They go back to the present, and everything is fine. Justice League is kind of still around. He has to kind of 
get them back together. And we do see Batman again. And that uh, Batman turns out to be George Clooney. I think it would have been better if it was uh, Christian Bale or, uh, or Patterson, not George Clooney. I think a lot of DC fans are a little disappointed in that. You see lots of cameos. Just like in Spider-Verse, you see a Flash multiverse or a DC multiverse. So you see uh, Batman with uh, Adam West. You see briefly uh, George Reeves, Superman, Christopher Reeve, and the, the Supergirl from that movie. You see the, the uh, Nicolas Cage Superman, and he does fight a giant spider at the end because... Kevin Smith always talks about that that's what they wanted him to do in that movie. He has to fight a giant spider at the end. So there you go. Uh, so it's a little bit like the butterfly effect and the length of heaven and a lot of other things too. So let me just talk briefly about the difference between this and the comic book. Now in this movie, they make it more of a tender story about letting go and just changing everything. You have to, you know, let go of some things because you can't change the past. Even if you could, would you? And if you did, wouldn't it, it would damage everything. Everybody has seen enough time travel movies and uh, things to, uh, to know that you can't do that because you'll screw up everything and then everybody will be different or... Uh, that timeline will no longer exist and your world will no longer exist. So even though he could save his mom and his mom is going to be okay, he had to, his mother would have said, honey, let this go, you know? So here is what the comic book is like. Now, you can find this at your local comic book store in a uh, trade paperback or in a hardback graphic novel. Now, it doesn't suggest you read this. There also is an animated movie. DC seems to do better at the animated movies than they do at the live-action stuff because there, they, I guess they don't have to worry so much about screen rights and all this other stuff like that, or maybe they do or maybe they don't. So in the their movie, Flashpoint Paradox and the Flashpoint uh, comic book, it's like this. The Flash is running and doing his thing, and he's always trying to save his mom and stuff like that. The unknown killer that we talked about before is Thong, a.k.a. the Reverse Flash. The Reverse Flash is a fellow from the future, and he was a rival of the Flash, and he always wanted to kill the Flash or do something with him. So he kills Barry's mom, and that's the reason why he's the Flash. So he goes back in time, and he prevents Thong from doing this. And Thong is like, ha ha, Flash, now you're going to have nothing. His mother lives, but the DC Universe turns into ashes. Wonder Woman and Aquaman, their two civilizations go to war. And uh, a brutal and terrible war that's going to just basically end everything. Uh, Lex Luthor gets a group of villains together to try to stop them. Uh, Superman is, is there in that universe, but he's all kind of like shriveled up. He never had the friendship and love and understanding 
that he got when he met the Kents and got all the respect and honesty and love and taught about humanity and taught about the good stuff. He was locked up in some facility somewhere and the Flash and Batman rescue him. Now, their version of Batman is the darkest version I've ever seen of Batman. So in that alternate timeline, yes, and that's even a little darker than the Batman that laughs. This Batman is uh, Batman's dad, who was a doctor. So his life basically goes in the garbage. His son, Bruce Wayne, dies in the alley, and uh, his wife goes crazy and becomes their version of the Joker. So he becomes an alcoholic Batman and just doesn't care. And he takes criminals' lives. He just doesn't care. He's like, you know, my life isn't worth anything, so I'm going to, you know, kill villains and not give a darn. Uh, in the in the animated movie, he fights Harley Quinn, and she says, well, he says, I surrender. Take me to jail. And he's like, who said anything about jail? So Barry runs into him, and he's like, you're Batman, but... Uh-oh. So now they have to, you know, do this. And he loses his powers, and he has to get electrocuted with an electric chair. It's this very dramatic moment with that. So they use part of that in this movie, and then they rescue uh, them. And then he goes back in time, and his mother, his mother dies, but the DC Universe is put back together. So I guess they're doing this as a starting-off point. In this new uh, movie, they played around with that Paradox Universe a couple of times with DC Universe. They played around with that version of Batman because they, I guess they thought he was too interesting a character to just let go. So you'd have to read the book, watch the animated movie. Those are just as good. Should you watch this movie? Yes. So it's just basically like alternate versions look at this as alternate versions of the timeline. One version is one way, one version's another way, one version's another way. So I guess his director read the book and said, I don't like that. Uh, I've heard about an original script that had all the rogues in it. So Captain Cold, Gorilla Grodd, Mirror Master, Boomerang, all the main rogues that appear in the Flash's universe, in the DC universe, all these main villains appear, we're going to appear in this movie. But the director didn't like the uh, writer's version of it, so he threw it all out and put in all this other stuff. So this movie, it's not that bad. As my cousin said, she said, you don't really want to hear that from a movie. It's not that bad. It's pretty good. I say give this a chance. I think a lot of people are going to do this, wait for this to come to streaming, or be old-fashioned, wait for this to come to DVD. I might add this to my DVD collection because I liked it. I thought it was fun. Okay? It was just fun, and I was entertained, and it moved fast. That's what was really good about it, because it moved very fast. Okay? And I did. I wasn't bored at all for one minute. I was, oh, okay, we're off to this now. And that was good. Okay. So next time on Anton Knows, this is a big one. We're going to be talking about Indiana Jones and the Disc of Destiny, okay? 
And then after that, we'll talk about all the previous Indiana Jones movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom, and The Last Crusade. And did you know there was an Indiana Jones television series? No? Well, there was. That's next time on Anto Knows. I'll see you then.